The History of North America series is a labor of love that I share with my teenage son, Sean, who is my partner, audio technician, and sound editor. It's an honor and privilege to present this series to all you good folks. We appreciate your interest and support, and thank you sincerely for loving history. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. During the Spanish colonization of the Americas, the Spanish Main was the collective term for the parts of the Spanish Empire that were on the mainland of the Americas and had coastlines on the Caribbean Sea or Gulf of Mexico. The term was used to distinguish those regions from the numerous islands Spain controlled in the Caribbean, which were known as the Spanish West Indies. The Spanish Main included Spanish Florida and New Spain the latter extending through modern-day Texas and Mexico with a major port established along this stretch of coastline at the Spanish settlement of Veracruz. From the 16th to the early 19th century, enormous wealth was shipped from the Spanish main to Spain in the form of gold, silver, gemstones, spices, hardwoods, hides, and other valuable goods. Much of the wealth was silver in the form of pieces of eight, it was carried to the Spanish Main via the Pacific Coast. Other goods originated in the Far East, having been carried to the Pacific Coast of Spain's possessions on the Manila Galleons from Southeast Asia, often through the Mexican port of Acapulco, and then transported overland to the Spanish Main for onward shipment to Europe. The Manila Galleons were Spanish trading ships which for 250 years linked the Spanish Philippines with Mexico across the Pacific Ocean, making one or two round-trip voyages per year between the ports of Acapulco and Manila, which were both part of New Spain. The Manila Galleons sailed the Pacific from 1565 to 1815, bringing to North America cargoes of luxury goods such as spices and porcelain in exchange for New World silver. The route also fostered exchanges that shaped the identities and culture of the countries involved. The Spanish Main became a frequent target for pirates, buccaneers, privateers, and nations at war with Spain, seeking to capture some of these riches. To protect this wealth, the Spanish treasure fleet was equipped with heavily armed galleons. The organization of the fleets in large convoys proved highly efficient, with only a few successful examples of major privateer attacks along the Spanish Main. The Spanish West Indies were island colonies in the Caribbean that were part of the Spanish Empire and came under the jurisdiction of New Spain. The islands ruled by Spain were chiefly the Greater Antilles, such as Hispaniola, now modern-day Haiti and the Dominican Republic, Cuba, Jamaica, and Puerto Rico. Spain also claimed the Lesser Antilles, such as Guadalupe and the Cayman Islands. The islands that became the Spanish West Indies were the focus of the voyages of the Spanish expedition of Christopher Columbus in America. Largely due to the familiarity gained from Columbus's voyages, the islands were also the first lands to be permanently colonized by Spain in the Americas. The Spanish West Indies were also the most enduring part of Spain's American Empire, only being surrendered in 1898 at the end of the Spanish-American War. For over three centuries, Spain controlled a network of ports in the Caribbean, including Havana, San Juan, and Veracruz, which were connected by galleon routes. 
The Caribbean islands of the Bahamas were once part of the Spanish West Indies. The Bohemian Islands are less than an hour away from mainland USA by air. Bimini is the closest island to the Florida coast. These islands are part of the Bahama Archipelago. An archipelago, by the way, is a group of many islands in a large body of water. The islands of the Bahamas comprise an archipelago extending for about 750 miles or 1,200 kilometers from Florida to Cuba. The Bahamas are a part of the West Indies and are considered Caribbean islands, but not part of the Antilles. Okay, let's sort this out. I'm sure you've often heard and been confused by the terms West Indies, Caribbean, and Antilles. Well, let's try and clarify these words. West Indies consists of an archipelago separating the Caribbean Sea from the Atlantic Ocean. Visited and called the Indies by Columbus, it was subsequently designated the West Indies to distinguish it from the East Indies archipelago in the South Pacific. The West Indies comprises three main island chains that extend in a roughly crescent shape from the eastern tip of the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico and southeastern Florida in the United States to the northern coast of South America. The West Indies lies between the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean Sea, with a population of about 35 million. Antilles is a term applied to the whole of the West Indies, except the Bahamas. The Antilles separates the Caribbean Sea from the Atlantic Ocean and is divided into the Greater Antilles, which lie in the center to the north, and the Lesser Antilles to the southeast. The Caribbean Sea is about 1,500 miles long east and west and between 490 miles wide. As is well known, the Caribbean Basin is noted for its mild tropical climate. Navigation is open and clear, making the Caribbean a major trade route for Latin and North American countries. The word Caribbean is derived from the word Carib, a tribe of Native Americans who inhabited the area when Spanish explorers arrived in the 15th century. The Carib people occupied various regions of the West Indies, Central and South America. The islands of the Bahamas, at the northernmost part of the West Indies where Columbus made his first landfall, comprise an archipelago of about 700 islands and islets, which are very small islands, and nearly 2,400 keys, which are small, low islands composed largely of coral or sand. The Bahamas extend for about 750 miles, or 1,200 kilometers, from a point southeast of Palm Beach, Florida, to a point off the eastern tip of Cuba and west of the British dependency of the Turks and Caicos Islands. The Bahamas, officially known as the Commonwealth of the Bahamas, is an independent nation and a member of the British Commonwealth of Nations. Only about 40 of its 700 islands are inhabited. New Providence is economically the most important of the group, and Nassau, on New Providence Island, is the largest city of the country. Located on Grand Bahama Island, Freeport is the only other large town, with a population of 27,000. The other chief islands, all of which are low-lying, include San Salvador, or Watling, and the Biminis, the westernmost of the group, situated only 60 miles east of Miami. The name Bahamas may derive from the Spanish for shallow sea, Bayamar, or the Lucayan word for Grand Bahama Island, Bahama, meaning large upper middle land. The Bahamas' first pre-Columbian inhabitants were the Taino Amerindians from both northwestern Hispaniola and northeastern Cuba. They moved into the southern Bahamas about the 7th century A.D., 
and became the Lucayans. They appear to have settled the entire archipelago by the 1100s. There may have been as many as 40,000 Lucayans living in the Bahamas when Columbus arrived. The Bahamian Lucayans were deported to Hispaniola as coerced workers, and within two decades, Taino societies ceased to exist as a separate population due to warfare, disease, forced labor, emigration, and outmarriage. After the Lucayans disappeared, the Bahamian islands were deserted until the arrival of the first permanent European inhabitants, Puritan settlers from the English colony of Bermuda around 1649. Known as the Eleutherian Adventurers, these people established settlements on the island now called Eleuthera, which in Greek means place of freedom. Join me next time as we continue our in-depth examination of the Spanish conquistadors who left their mark on North America. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, timelines, photos, illustrations, and diagrams. Join our growing community on Patreon. We offer lots of membership benefits, including artworks and books. If you shop Amazon for books or anything else, make sure to use our free link so Amazon knows who sent you, thereby giving us extra credit with no supplemental cost to you. All links appear in this show's description and on our website at markvinet.com. Spread the word to family and friends. And remember, all positive ratings, reviews, feedback, and comments are appreciated. This helps us expand our audience. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.